in to Robert Nauer Unfiltered in the Villages. Now, there's an excellent channel. I love the guy. I love listening to him because he's kind of a no-bullshitter. He just doesn't curse as much as I do. <laughs> His name's Skip Smith, and he has a channel called The Villages News Updated, which he pretty much updates weekly. It's a no-bullshit channel. Tells you like it is, what's going on. It's really hard to stay on top of everything that goes on in the villages because you can't get any real news out of the village's son. They don't tell you anything except bullshit and fluff that their marketing department wants to tell you about or Christian services or happiness in the villages. And it's all about great being happy. I'm not against that. Everybody should be happy. But let's tell the truth and let's tell what's really going on in and around the villages. Like I said in many other podcasts, I've been here for 18 years. I, I keep thinking, well, I've seen it all. Well, no, every day I keep seeing some new craziness go on. And you just keep wondering, is it really going to get any better? I don't think so. Too many people. But here's a couple of the things that I've seen over the last 18 years now. I found out that Skip's been here longer than I have. <laughs> yeah, Skip's kind of a funny guy. He's got his own personality, and I like that. He's a retired truck driver. Uh, I'm a little different flavor. I'm a professional, a senior government contracting guy. I was a Navy officer and the chief executive officer of a D.C. consulting firm. And then I retired to write books. I write a lot of murder mystery novels. Wrote, even wrote one about the villages, a serial killer on the loose in the villages called Murder Florida Style, uh, also Limit 55. You should check it out on Amazon. Anyway, things I have seen over the past 18 years. When I first moved here in 2007 with my wife, now she was, she was 45 and I was 55. I retired early. Well, Bob, how could you retire early? Well, I retired from government early and we bought the house down here. I took an early buyout by one year, and they gave me $25,000 extra money just to retire one year early. Still got my full retirement. <laughs> Why would you not take $25,000? Somebody's handing you $25,000 free money? Of course you're going to take it. Best deal I ever got, I guess. So I retired at 55 and a half in the villages. My wife was 45. And the first thing people said... Uh, really snooty old people. They said, she's too young to be here. What right does she have to be here? She's too young. I was just waiting for them to tell me that. <laughs> then I got an earful. Anyway, assisted living facilities. When I moved here, there was only one the villages had over on near the uh, old section of Spanish Springs where the hospital is. And then, after a couple years, after about four or five years, the Morse family started, in conjunction with other uh, capital firms, building assisted living facilities. And they all look the same. Well, of course, because they're all built by the same builder. Pretty much everybody that the Morse family of builders deals with are people that they knew from up north. Same thing with the RDV and the MDV, and now it's no longer the MDV, and uh, the DeVos family. They're all, they all know, knew each other. Anyway, so they started building assisted living facilities, 
then there were two, then there were three, and now I think we're up to about 20. And as the villages has grown in popularity and in size and scope, so too have the number of assisted living facilities in the villages. Now, back when I put my father in an assisted living facility when he was losing it, uh, I was lucky enough at that time to find one for $2,200 a month over in Oviedo, Florida, where we used to live a long time ago back in the early 90s when I worked for the government. And... And then they went to 3000 and then to 4000 And right now, you'd be hard-pressed to find an assisted living facility in the villages that's less than, say, six or $7,000 a month. And that would be really, really cheap. So assisted living facilities are really, really expensive. And then, of course, they're uh, menu-driven, so the more you want provided to your loved ones, the more it's going to cost you. We have a couple of friends who have their mothers and fathers in assisted living facilities around the villages, and the average is ten dollars to $12,000 a month. That's a shitload of money, folks. That is a shitload of money. It will almost be better for the younger children to just build an addition onto their home and have their mother or father live with them than to pay ten or $12,000 a month, for God's sakes. At least then, if you did that, you'd be reaping the benefits. You wouldn't have much of a life, of course, but you'd be reaping the benefits of a capital improvement to your home that you would be able to recoup, provided that you live long enough. So, assisted living facilities, yeah, they have really gone crazy, and they're still building them. Uh, they're starting to build two or three more down in the south end section where I'm living. Then we also have pressure on the fire department and EMS. Now, in 2008, when there was a fire just two houses down from us on Rhapsody Path in the colony area, we had a friend whose house caught on fire. Why? Well, because he was into modeling and painting out in his garage, and he left a uh, a heat gun, glue gun on his workbench, and he had some rags with glue on them, and they caught fire. And he also had many, many, many spray paint cans out in his garage for his models. And my wife and I were sitting inside uh, on a, I think it was a Sunday afternoon, and all of a sudden, while we're watching football, we heard, boom, 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 boom. And I said to my wife, what the fuck is that? Is somebody shooting a shotgun off? Well, what it was was the cans of paint exploding so I finally went outdoors, and sure enough, there's his garage engulfed in flames. And he had a brand, he had a Corvette in his garage and another car, and he lost them both. Anyway, the house was a total loss. But back then, back in those days, the village's building department would actually, working with the insurance company, help to rebuild the house. They won't do that anymore. So that's one of the big changes that has occurred over the last 18 years that I know of. It took him, with the village's building department, about eight months to have that house rebuilt. Now, if you read some of your CDD rules and regulations in the different CDDs in the villages, it will tell you that you must begin work whatever that means, but within two months, and you must complete all work, all reconstruction, all demo and reconstruction within six months. That's fucking impossible. 
Who writes these goddamn CDD rules and regulations? That's fucking impossible. You can't. With the contractors we have today in Florida and with their bullshit about supply and demand, you ain't going to get a house rebuilt in six months. It might take you anywhere from 12 to 20 months, but it ain't going to be six months. I think the villages has their head up their ass. Either that or their legal department who writes all the CDD rules and regulations pertaining to remodeling and building of homes and reconstruction of homes in case of fire or whatever. Somebody has their head up their ass. Anyway, when we moved in in 2007, there was only 50, 55,000 people in all of the villages. I guess when Skip Smith uh, from his channel moved in, there were probably only 30 or 40. Maybe even less. No offense, Skip. You've been here longer than I have. Anyway, today we're at 150 to 160, and pretty soon we're going to be going to 175, and in about another three years we will be at 200,000 people. Oh, folks, i got to tell you, there are many cities in Florida that are not that big. Why don't we just incorporate as a whole city instead of having Fruitland Park and Lady Lake and Wildwood, why don't we just get rid of all those cities and just have one big city called The Villages? Hmm? And then the only department we would need for a police department would be whatever the sheriff's department is. But we've got all these other, we got the rinky-dink Fruitland Park Police Department, the rinky-dink um, Lady Lake Police Department, burp. We've got Wildwood Police Department, Oxford doesn't have one down where they're building, where the prison is, where they're building on the new south end. They don't have a police department. They can't afford one. They're such a poor area. And then we've got, of course, the sheriff's departments. So, And then we've got issues with, with law enforcement, some doing their job, some not doing their job. My personal opinion is, is that Sumter County and Lake County have probably the better, more proactive sheriff's departments in the area for crime and traffic. I keep getting all this song and dance from Wildwood Police Department about, oh, we don't have enough police officers to monitor the traffic. Well, that was a year ago, they said that. And now they have, like, umpteen brand-new cars that they just got, and they're they're up to, like, 40 police officers, whereas when we first moved in, Wildwood only had four police officers. <laughs> so, but they don't have enough. Oh, golly. And then DeSantis. Everybody, I see these new bumper stickers on cars going, Florida is a free state. <laughs> I laugh my ass off when I see that because I don't know what the fuck DeSantis is thinking, but Florida ain't free. Florida, nothing is free in Florida. We probably have more hidden taxes. We don't have overt taxes. We have hidden taxes. We have higher gas taxes to collect because of tourists. So in Florida, you pay higher gasoline prices because of the higher tax on fuel. We have uh, roadway tolls for the various uh, turnpikes and tollways that we have that are very expensive. Um, since we moved here, tolls have more than doubled on all of the roads. So they're up by 100%. We, have, of course, have the CDD fees, which have recently ballooned up and gotten higher. When my wife and I first moved into Colony, 
our CDD was all, and they had many, many, many homes in there. And our CDD fee, because we had so many homes, was $17,500. But that was almost 20 years ago. Today, if you're planning on moving in Middleton or the newer areas, the fees for CDDs range from $35,000, depending upon which neighborhood you're moving into, based on number of homes, all the way up to $75,000 over in the new Premier premier area uh, by Lake Denham. So, you know, if you're wealthy, not an issue. But if you're living on a fixed income, yeah, CDD fees... Uh, could be an issue because they amount to, on average, and I'm just saying an average, about $300 a month. And that's on top of your regular amenities fee, which just went up from 187 189 to now I think it's, what, 197 198 So you're almost at $200 a month for your amenities fees. And then add three to $400 on top of that for your CDD fees. See, that's the problem. When a lot of people come here with the glitz and the glamour and living the lifestyle, especially now, to get a chance and a flavor of what it's like to live in the villages, they don't stop to think about these added costs. They see the glitz and the glamour, and they go, oh, isn't it beautiful? And it is. I have no complaints about that. It's very pretty, very well-maintained downtown in Sumter Landing and Brownwood and the other places, the other places (laughs) that are not sufficient to handle the number of hordes of people. (laughs) Like sawgrass. Oh, my God. There's not enough room over in sawgrass to handle the people over there. (laughs) Anyway, so you have those. And then you have in Florida, you have HOA fees, whereas we have CDD fees. Basically, they're the same thing. Oh, no, they're not. Yeah, they really are. You know, if you, I did a podcast recently about the difference between the CDD rules and regulations and HOA rules and regulations. There's only one thing that the uh, CDDs can't do here in the villages, which they can do in regular HOAs provided that the governing rules say, and that's to seize your property if you don't pay your liens and levies against your property for shit that you haven't done. And then Florida also has onerous dock stamps when you buy a house and or have to have the deed recorded. It's outrageous. It's Depending upon the value of the home, it can be quite substantial. On average, for say a four or five a five hundred thousand dollar house, you're going to pay about thirty six hundred dollars in dock stamps, and that's not all the other closing cost. So, where do those dock stamps go? Do they go to the state coffers? Because that's how the state of Florida, two areas that the state of Florida gets the bulk of its money to run the state: property taxes and dock stamps. So that's why they're so high. Now, other states, dock stamp fees and and property taxes are much lower. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, much, much, much lower fees there. And then, of course, if you like to do things, you have beach fees. Oh, beach fees. Yeah, some areas like Daytona, you can't go on the beach unless you pay a fee. Uh, St. Augustine, beach fees, uh, if you want to go on the beach. Um, 
parking downtown. You're going to pay for parking. Uh, fishing fishing uh, bridge fees. You're going to pay for fishing on a bridge. I think it's $10 down in um, Tampa. Uh, so you have pure fishing. And then you have, if you're going to go over certain bridges in Florida, you're going to pay a bridge fee, just like out in California. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Florida is the free state. <laughs> in your fucking dreams, it's the free state. And then on the flip side of that, everything that you eat and put in your mouth is imported. Literally nothing is grown here like it was in the old days when I was born and raised here. I grew up here in the 50s, early 50s. And predominantly the bulk of all vegetables and all fruits that you got in a grocery store came right from good old Florida. Not anymore. Zellwood. Not anymore. It all gets exported if they're growing any, and they aren't growing many because there's not enough room to grow anything anymore because there's too many fucking people. <laughs> so everything that you buy in the grocery store is imported into Florida, and that's why Kubix has such high prices where shopping is a pleasure to some people. <laughs> not a pleasure to me. I, I can only afford to shop at Aldi's and... Even they're getting kind of pricey. Boy, Florida's an expensive state. And it, and although I was, I'm a flow-grown and I was born and raised here, uh, I do have to say I've lived all over the world. I've lived in many different parts of the United States. And there are some places. Oh, Bob, why don't you move? Why don't why if you like it in other places, why don't you move? Well, that's what dumb fucks would say. So anybody listening to this would say something like, "Well, you don't like it." I love the villages. I love the villages. I just don't like the traffic. I love the amenities in the villages. I don't necessarily use all of them. I used to, but I'm in my seventies now. But I used to use them. I used to swim laps all the time. I don't go and swim many laps anymore. Now I take walks. I used to play golf every fucking day in the villages. Then I fell off a ladder and hurt myself. So now I just try to do non-strenuous things like fishing. Um, but to those who say, well, why don't you move if you don't like it? Well, go fuck yourself. I don't really give a shit what you think. Do you really think I give a shit what you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a laugh. I like it because it's warm here, warmer than most of the other states. We don't have flooding. Well, yeah, that's a lie. We do have flooding in the low areas of Florida, like Gainesville. Sometimes even I-75s I get shut down because of flooding. Uh, the Suwannee River overflows. Yeah, there's flooding in Florida. There's flooding in the Panhandle. There's flooding down in Miami. Yeah, we have flooding. Better get some flood insurance, folks. But all in all, Florida and Florida has bugs, lots of bugs. We have those goddamn fucking love bugs. Love bugs. They are fucking while they hit your windshield <laughs> and then make your windshield a mess. If you people moving here that have never known what love bugs are, you will find out. Anyway, and we got mosquitoes and we've got all kinds of airborne uh, diseases from mosquitoes. So be sure to wear your uh, protection. But all in all, Florida does a lot for me because I go golf fishing. I go inshore fishing. I go St. John's River fishing. I go lake fishing. 
And uh, I enjoy it. I do. That's why I have a boat. And uh, the temperature is good here. And if you have rheumatoid arthritis or psoriatic arthritis, as some of us do, uh, the warmth is good for you, along with good drugs. <laughs> so I like Florida. And I don't give a fucking rat's ass what other people think. Oh, and by the way, I'm a Democrat. You know, I used to be a Republican. And then I found out how fucked up things got with Donald Trump. Although I'm kind of debating because it doesn't seem like Joe Biden is doing anything about the illegal border crossings. And hey, just so you dumb fucks out there know, a lot of us Democrats, like me, we actually believe that illegals are illegal. We actually believe that nobody should come in our country unless you are here legally. And that you, if you do come here and get caught, you should have your fucking ass deported. That's what I believe. And I'm a Democrat. So if you think that all Democrats are bad, go fuck yourself. Nobody cares what you think. We're all different. I have friends that are Republicans. I have friends that are independents. And I have friends that are Democrats. And um, and most of my friends that I had when January 6th occurred, and I asked them if they were going to still continue to vote for Trump, and if they said yes, I said, well, guess what? No longer my friend, because I believe in honor and integrity as a military officer. I swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And any military person that can't still say that, they shouldn't even call themselves a veteran. So those are some of the things that I believe. Those are some of the things that I've seen. If you like my podcast, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. If you don't, go fuck yourself. I don't really care. <laughs> and with that, Bob out.